Lee Stiltner, and we're live here on Friday night. Andrew Hager live with Andrew Hager, Teddy Melton, and the wives. Recovery uh, Radio. Recoveryradio.fm. Home on this airplane flight. Mama, we done at the ticket line. Tear my son, why do you stand there and cry? Messing with the needle and a spoon and a trill. To the moon took me away. I've been feeling so sick inside. Gotta get better, Lord, before I die. Couldn't help my aching hand You better quit some Before you wind up dead Messing with the needle And a spoon And a trill To the moon Took me away Stuff right there. Cautionary tale. Yes, oh, sir. my. Oh, my. Real well, life, real life recovery, y'all. We've got um, a, quite a show here tonight, Andrew. Yes, we do. We got Officer Teddy Milton, my man. Introduce yourself, our young fella. Teddy Milton. <laughs> Teddy Milton, y'all. Y'all better recognize Pikeville's finest. Come on. And I'm glad to be here. It doesn't sound that glad. He sounds okay to be no, here. No, I'm very excited to be here because Lee is. You know he's he's Pike County just like I am and uh, born and bred exactly so you know uh, and I'm glad to see Lee sitting here with us today so <laughs> it's a miracle yes absolutely <laughs> it's a miracle indeed indeed um, yeah Lee so uh, you were interviewed by Channel 18 WLEX here yeah, in Fayette County yeah Michael Burke um, they saw my post on Facebook um, I was talking about me having a year sober. And I got I got a bunch of hits on it, and uh, I'd mentioned in it that, you know, the catalyst for me, you know, wanting this life, wanting recovery was, you know, a cop, instead of taking me to jail, he took me to the hospital, you know, and uh, to get to get help, I, I'd gotten beaten up, you know, on the street, and he took me there to get me help, so, and I was in, I was in hospital for, you know, for a day or two, and he came back to the hospital, you know, and talked to me about going, going to detox and and getting that out of my system, and uh, you know, it, it led me it led me to uh, today. I got a beautiful wife, got got two sons, got a good job. I'm sitting here with you fine folks, so <laughs> it's all right. Amen. Good stuff. Good stuff. So what had happened? We, now we haven't introduced your wife. Just oh, so. I'm sorry. We got, we yes. got to do that. 
this, <laughs> this is my beautiful wife, Samantha White Stiltner, but, you know, she don't hyphenate her name. <laughs> her request. <laughs> I'm old-fashioned. Samantha, how'd you guys meet? <laughs> <laughs> we, uh... We kind of have similar stories. I'm in recovery as well. And so we met through those channels, I guess. Yeah. Did you wind yeah. up in recovery together? No. Y'all didn't, okay, so you not, you didn't actually meet in a treatment center? No. No. Okay, so I know. Ah, is that a no-no? No, no. no we have romance for well, us. Well, I mean, so. it's said that it's a no-no. You know, it's an unwritten rule. It is. Yeah, everybody that, you know, that kind of cared about us and knew us cautioned us not to see each other you know for a while because you know usually that ends bad well you're vulnerable both of yeah. you're vulnerable at the time start to get your emotions back get your feelings back yeah and we replace you know the, the alcohol <laughs> the dope with other things such as <laughs> physical attraction yeah uh and that leads to having children yeah and I'm definitely physically attracted to my wife. Hey, is this a PG show? What's, what's going on here? Um, but no, and that's what happens, man. Uh, I met you uh, in a treatment center. In a treatment center. I was uh, doing H&I, and I'd come yeah. in, and uh, there you were. And I'm wondering, and I wanted to ask you this, because, you know, I got my recovery in jail. Mm -hmm. um, truly blessed to be locked up, you know, not arrested, rescued. Um uh, and, and it was a 12-step program in there, and uh, truly grateful for it. Uh, did anybody ever look at you, uh, such as techs or, you know, the techs that worked there or somebody else and look at you and say you'll never make it? Yeah. Anybody in your family say you're, uh, uh, you'll always be this person using well, yeah. drunk? Well, yeah. You know, I mean, <laughs> you know, if. If you're trying to do something good and you're actually succeeding, you're gonna have haters, bro. Absolutely. You know, and just like <laughs> well, like Kelly says, you got 14, you need to find out how to get 15. Well, and, and <laughs> you're right, the, right. You know what right. I mean? And yeah, I mean, I I have naysayers. You know, I right. still have naysayers, but you know, proof in the pudding. Right, the proof in the pudding. And you said it like, uh, you know, if you're not doing something, uh, if you're doing something good, the devil shows up. Yeah. Uh, that's it. And you know, and that's real. You know. You know. If you weren't doing anything good, who would care anyway? Well, uh, they, 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 the guy come out there and uh, interviewed me on my job site today during my lunch break. What's, uh, the guy at WLEX, correct? Yeah, yeah. What's his Mi name again? Mis uh, Mr. Burke, Michael Burke. My um, Michael Burke? Burke. Okay, Michael uh, Burke. But he come out and interviewed me, and my boss was talking, and it, it just blew my mind that he was okay with me getting interviewed. You know, on my lunch break, and then, you know, a couple minutes after my lunch break, really, they were still talking to me. And uh, he he had, he had some wisdom to be an old man that really don't have the same issues and that we have. guys got wisdom. He, yeah, he said, he said, well, what it is, everybody that's got this problem's got a void, and they're trying to fill it with something and they're filling it with alcohol and marijuana he said you know Mary, who's mary you know somebody named oh, oh marijuana that, yeah that's how he oh, said okay. it but, uh, <laughs> he's, but he's like you know you need to fill it with god you amen know, I'm, like, I'm like yeah that's that's right that's that's pretty good and, and, and you're i've always you know even looking back on it being really honest with myself you know, I, I played I played baseball in school, and I was really good at it. And, uh, you know, I, I was always a popular kid, but there was always something broken in me. You know what I mean? There was always, like he said, like a void, you know. And, right. that, and that's the thing, too, just like he said. You know, when, when I deal with people in the public and I deal with people that's got an issue, there's always something. There's always a story they have to tell that's put them in that spot. And that's like I said before, you know, just arresting people, putting them in the back seat, driving up to jail and letting them out and forgetting about them. I don't do that. I talk to them because everybody has problems. There's nobody perfect in the world. And then when you communicate with those people, you can always get a story from them. They'll, they'll most time they'll talk to you and tell you. I yeah. mean, yeah. so everybody's got a story, and uh, yeah, and it's I mean that's you see that a lot these days. I got I got, I got a I got a my, my story. You wouldn't believe it if I if I told you, man. Seriously. Well, yeah. tell us more. <laughs> the story well, okay. the story is there yeah right. it's it's the it's the uh it is the interesting well, part you know because there's people out there who who sometimes uh i know when i i was listening to a book today and 
when she was discussing the things she was talking about, I was like, wow, that really describes me. That really hits uh, my situation. And so then I put like this extra value in what she says because it's like it's uh, it's like she's me. So I think there is value in people hearing other people's yeah. stories. Well, it definitely is because I've been, full, you know, I'm full of fear. That, that's basically it. And when I hear you share that's about right. something that I can relate to or something I'm done, well, then, then it gives it gives me courage to, to let me know that, well, you know, I'm not alone. Yeah. And I'm not this piece of crap that this interior disease I suffer from tells me that I'm no good, yeah. that I'm not worthy, that I'm below you. Because yeah. ain't let, nobody home. I, I've I've had the less than less thans for a long time, huh? trying to get rid of them. Oh, self pity. Yeah, and that and that comes from self doubt. Yep. You know, the self pity because I you know I have doubt in myself. I don't believe in me. You know, I, I I struggle on the daily as as everybody does. You know, I'm I, I've realized that I am a selfish individual. Oh yeah, you know, and that. That's where a lot of my problems come from. Right. And, you know? you know, the whole time we've been walking in God's grace and didn't even know didn't it. Didn't even know it. Didn't even Don't, know it, son. Don't give up on me. Where are you at, bud? You know? Right. That's the way I was. Amen. You know, because, you know. Selfish? You know, well, I mean, I mean but, but you got to think about it, Andrew. I, it, it wasn't even, you know, it, it was 10 years ago. You know, everything's all right. I was working, you know, and I, I had a. I had a drug problem, but I thought I was maintaining, you know. Okay. Fast forward two years so ago. So the water hadn't been cut off and the electric was still running. Exactly. Or vice you know, versa. Yeah, you know, partly because I had a mom and dad that didn't know no better than to enable me. Right. You know, and that, that God bless their souls, that's, that's all they knew. But uh, fast forward, you know, I'm, I'm living at the Hope Center. And that's by choice because my options in Pike County had run out. Oh, yeah. You know, I'd been hit in the mouth with a wrench, had teeth broken out, so I had to come to Lexington to get my teeth removed on the Medicaid bus. Okay. Three hours, three and a half hours on the Medicaid bus. And I thought it was a good idea. I said, you know what I need to do after I've done having surgery that day, done been put out, I need me a beer. You know, Mm. so I go over and I buy me two or three 40 ounces. Yes, sir. And next thing you know, which it had been in my mind to stay in Lexington anyways because I'd been down here once before for a summer when I was out of work. And, you know, I got work standing in front of the Hope Center. You know, oh, you, yeah. you know I got work there. Yeah, they pull up and give you a you job. You know, I wasn't living there, but I got work there. But I'm I'm at the Hope Center. I'm Nobody wants to talk to me. You know, I all my friends and I, my family love me, but I've, I've just burned them too bad, man. You know, right. and uh, next thing you know, I'm I'm getting beat down running into this cop, and he's he's he cares enough to come back and talk to me. He talked to me at length. You know, God's got a plan for you, little brother. That's what he said. He's like, well, I talked to you. He oh, said, you smart. You got something you can share with people. What that mean to you? I mean, honestly, now this man in the uniform. This man, huh? <laughs> I mean, that meant something, I had didn't not, it? Yeah, it did. But uh, also, you were afraid like, to be talking to him, afraid somebody see you talking to yeah, him? Yeah, yes. Oh, they're going to beat me yes. to death, man. Get away from here. Yes. <laughs> That's the truth, man. Because yes, that, 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 that was the street side of me that had, that had been, uh, you know, conditioned crazy, yeah. thought, crazy thoughts, bro. Yeah. Like you had some rep. But you he, know, the he, rep, didn't, yeah, come he on. didn't have nothing but concern, man. Amen. That's all he had. Real talk. And, you know they sent they sent me to Olap, and then they sent me back, and I went to I went to a treatment center in Georgetown, and that's that's where I met you. Right, right. I <laughs> yeah. met you there, baby. Yeah, it's been a while back. We had fun though. Yeah. I come in, you know, and, and uh, I'd been doing that, and and I strongly recommend service work. Yeah. If you're if you're truly willing uh, to leave the dope, the alcohol alone. I suggest service work. Uh, get out of self and help somebody. Yeah. What, what what kind of things do you do though? Well, you know, I, I, if if I'm a guy and I'm going to get my teeth fixed and I instead end up with alcohol, or I'm just deep in addiction, how how do you get that start with service work? Uh, no, I'm not talking about. I'm talking about when you want to. Get, oh. Wow. I don't know anything. No, no, no. The service work, I'm talking about in recovery. Yeah. In recovery. Uh, I don't care what fellowship you're in. Service work uh, is just giving back. It's, yeah. it's doing stuff for 
that program, you know. Uh, you know, setting up was, chairs, making coffee. Giving back what um, was freely given to you. Right, meet and greet. Because okay. you get new people in there. When I first got to a meeting, I was so full of fear. Right, I was scared of getting to free coffee because yep. I thought y'all was over there talking about me. I'm look how important. many cups of coffee. Uh, look here, hey, real quick, real quick. Eric McKinney, what's up? Joe Turner, baby. James Sweezy, what it do, baby? Who else we got? Let's see. Uh oh, hey Tracy Taylor. Yes, sir. We love you. We got to get you back on here. You, you and Micaiah. I said the name right, Micaiah. Jeffrey Goins, yeah, I see you. But yeah, what what I was talking about though, uh, Drew and Teddy and. Uh, <clears throat> Dallin McLovin. It's a weird name. Dallin. Nobody should. Nobody How do you should say it? Dallin. Dallin. I, I know. That's a cool it's name. Really it's really hard. I'm sorry, It's really hard for a Kentucky tongue to uh, yeah. roll it off. Really, well, Dallin. It's not, it's not I, Kentucky. I really got friendly. a. I got a West Virginia, Kentucky, Virginia kind of thing going on. Because <laughs> I grew up, you could throw a rock to the Virginia border. My the the line behind my house was the state line for real, the ridge line. Mm. But oh, anyways, um, what I was what I was getting at. You wouldn't believe how many people have reached out to me, reached out to me, and been like, you know, keep doing what you're doing, you know, do, do that. I see you turning around. If you can do it, <laughs> geez, I got a chance. You know what I mean? And that that makes me feel good. That makes me want to know what can I do, right, you know, right, help What's somebody. Up? Because I mean, honestly, you guys didn't. You you'd lost track of me, Teddy. You know, every you you guys didn't know me. I I was. I was as bad of a name as you could have where we grew up. Well, Teddy sees it all the time, though, so he knows uh, what this disease does. Yeah. Teddy well, sees it tenfold. I growed up in it, too, as yeah. well. Yeah. I'm sure, yeah, well, I'm I mean, sure Lee, Lee knows my brother, Wade. I, I, mean, I know Wade well. So, you know, I you know. growed up in it because, you know, yeah. and I'm not ashamed to talk about it. My dad was a full-functioning, full-blooded alcoholic, mm -hmm. but he raised seven kids, yeah. and he done the Fantastic job. Well, when, where, where we come from, Pike County and uh, uh, southwestern Virginia, that that's where the prescription pain pill Absolutely. explosion happened. It was a nuclear bomb. It was bad when Percocets come out in the late 90s. Right. The early 2000s when OC hits, it was like walking into Chernobyl because, I mean, everything had changed. Everybody that you knew all your life were stealing. You know, they were... You know, just doing bad things. Right. Well, that's it, all that, all that happened right where we're from. Absolutely. You know? yeah, and it's still the that's, that's the reason they called OCs Hillbilly Heroin is because the doctors pushed them on coal miners because it's such a painful job right. to right. do day to day to day right. to day. Well, thank, uh, Teddy, so a little bit about your father and your brother. Uh, right. Tell us about when your your dad uh, took you to the, what was it, the creek? Your brother done tore up another new car? Yeah, I mean, I've got a lot of stories. He tore up a bunch of new cars. I mean, and, you know, me and him talk all the time, and he knows I talk about it. Uh, you know, he wrecked, uh, and this was probably in the 80s, I guess it was. I was a small child then, so uh, him and another gentleman uh, had an accident. They flipped a car upside down in a creek, and, uh, you know, we went to the, where it was. And I don't know, I can't remember if he was still in the car, if they got him out or whatever, but one of the, the deputy sheriffs that was there, you know, one of the guys walked up to us and told us, you know, said that deputy sheriff really don't care a whole lot, which my brother had a run-ins with the law every other day. I mean, it was something ongoing. And I'm sure they got fed up and tired of it, but they was like, you know, that deputy sheriff said, don't get them out, just let them drown, you know. Yeah. And that's, you know, that's sad when, yeah. when you see stuff like that. And, you know, I do this job because I know, you know, like I said, my, my brother was a, a drug addict my dad was alcoholic and i when i go to these calls and see that that brings me back to that spot you know so you know and and i can tell you you know a lot of history of it i mean when you deal with those kind of people uh, so. your sister's on here which one tabitha tabitha <laughs> tabitha's supposed to be moving to georgetown but uh myra what are you pointing at me for Andrew, you need to tell her to come on. Come on, come over and say hi real quick. Uh, Teddy's Don't wife, come on, Myra. Yeah, why'd you put that shirt on anyway? Yeah, yeah, right. be on. Turn around. Who are you, girl? Oh, oh yes, sir. That's Myra. My beautiful wife, Myra. So, so and you were, she's feeling bad. Weren't you like valedictorian? Salutatorian. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah, I remember class of 93. Like 93? Oh, man, that's my year. Right, right. So so you're feeling under weather today, Myra? Yes. Okay, so what did you do to... 
to make her comfortable, young well, man. Well, I, I took care of her like you're supposed to do. You know, like like what? Tell us. A little I like made you her did. some chicken noodle soup. What and else? What else? Why are you Sweet tea. About? I made her some tea and all that stuff. Took you care of her. Teddy, there ain't no reason. Right. Right. Stretch truth. Right. What I supposed to do? You know. Right. Right. Donna Gail Warman, how you doing, girl? Got her all out here. Let's give shots out. Y'all see anybody out there you want to give a shout out to? I ain't got my phone. Oh, what'd you do? Oh, yeah, I threw it over here. Uh, Rex Silverback, glad you're here. Don, how you doing? Let's see who else we got. Joe Turner, hey, boy. CR Carter, I see you. Uh oh, where's your sister? Where's your sister go, boss? Uh, I'm not sure. I'm lost now. You know, I went to, I went to Pikeville this summer and uh, went up one of those. Uh, Little roads and and you That's see the, the uh, what's the name of the families the the Hatfield McCoys yes you see it on all the ma- the mailboxes and all of that and it's just it's tough because you look at what's available as far as like a job to do or anything and it's like well there's a closed coal mine you, where, where and, we're from yeah. if you want to make any decent money you're a coal miner you're a teacher or you're a nurse right that's Absolutely. that's pretty much it or you sell you know right or other or other yeah it, it, and, and that's, that's where i think fact, it's a, it's, it's a really tough situation is you're just you're starting from such a uh, a challenging spot because a job makes such a difference i don't know what drew's looking for <laughs> i'm sorry i'm sorry what happened what happened so how do, how do i find this do i go to you go to uh, Recovery Radio FM. Skid about bam, Recovery Radio FM coming at y'all the way live. We have James Sweezy on here. We're going to get James on the. Oh, Lord, wh- wh- whose phone is this? Lord have mercy, Jesus, girl. You know, <laughs> get, get, him on, get her on there. Uh, Dallin, help us. You, you know, I, I would like, if James is on there, if he's listening, he should he should come to the basement one of these days. You know, he's only, where is he? He's, he's, he's in Louisville. He's in Louisville. Yeah, he would yeah. definitely, yeah. Uh, a, I'm sure he would. Just a little drive. It'd be good. Yeah, it definitely would be good. I'm sure James would come to the basement. <laughs> Making it a destination. The, the Put the basement. lotion on the skin, yeah, James. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, no. yeah. Come on, man. I'll take care of him for you, James. Don't worry. <laughs> awesome. But hey, you got another song? Is it time for a song, it's, Alan? Yeah, let's do a song. Let's oh, do a song. Man. So give me some shout-outs there, Andrew. All right, and, who we got uh, over here, man? We're going to throw the out. mic up there. James Warner, what it do, baby? Tammy Turner, Lucas, ladies and gentlemen. Rebecca Garcia, we love you, girl. Hear me, who else we got? Uh, uh, Fred, what it do, bud? Uh, uh, my people. Oh, Eric McKinney. Hey, James is on there. Hey, James, please, he's on there, y'all. We, hey, James, what you doing, baby? Say, it's James. James Sweezy, what's going on? Huh, James Sweezy live, baby. Real deal, real deal, real deal, Holyfield. James is my dude, man. Huh, Gail, how you doing? Teddy, what's my what? Love you, Gail. Oh, who is this, Gail? Who? Cabins. Gail Cabins. Yeah, that's what's uh, up, Gail Cabins. Yeah. Gail Seezy, what up, girl? Act like you don't know nobody. Hey, <laughs> come just playing. Uh oh, somebody's in trouble. <laughs> I turned it down. Sorry. Hard. Who else we got? Jordan Wilson just took. Hey, Jordan Wilson, I'm glad you're here, man. Teddy, will, yeah, he'll rescue dog. Be cool. Who is it? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> That's my uh, uh, my peoples. Real talk, real talk. Tabitha, I'm glad you're on here, baby. John K. Wilson, straight out of Lextown. Oh, I want to give a shout out to Jay Dow, Silver Motor Company's music for the soul. Jay couldn't be on here tonight. He's getting ready to start a series at the prison. Uh, down in Arizona, yeah, yeah. Thank you very much. Arizona prison. <laughs> it just sounds like tent city. It I just think so. Does not sound enjoyable. It, well, prison really. Yeah. Doesn't I mean, I, me I'm not all. saying it's great. <laughs> I'm not saying it's great anywhere. Right. I love you, darling. Come on, tent city. Come on. Right, right, right. Real talk. Real talk. That sheriff out there didn't play, did he? <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> uh oh, send by somebody. Uh oh, come on, Gloria. All right, we set on a song. Mm, yeah, I get. Well, get. Oh, look what we're doing. I want to get. Oh, do you remember Samantha? Gonna... Samantha R. I can't say her name because yeah. I'm gonna say it. Samantha Riddle. Yeah, I remember. Dude, oh my. Yeah, she, she's yeah, the, she, she's, she's awesome, yeah. bro. I would love to get her on there. Well, my name's Johnny Petermore Same as my daddy and his daddy before You only ever saw granddaddy around here 
only came to Paco about twice a year. He'd buy a hundred pounds a yeast and some copper line. Everybody knew a Stilton boys made moonshine. Where the revenue man wanted granddaddy bad, headed up to Harlem with everything he had. Doing my time, but I've been told never come back from Copperhead Road. Daddy used to run whiskey in a big black Dodge. He bought it at an auction at the Mason Lodge. County share painted on the side. Just shot a coat of primer, then we look inside. Well, him and my uncle tore the hemi down. And I still remember that rumbling sound. Where the sheriff came around in the middle of the night Heard mama crying and some wouldn't right Headed down to Knoxville with the weekly load Smell the whiskey burning down Copperhead Road I volunteered for the army on my birthday Drive the coal miner's sons around here anyway I did two tours of duty in Afghanistan well, I came home with a brand new plan I Take seed from Columbia, Mexico Just plant them up hollow down Copperhead Road now the DA got a chopper in the air Wake up screaming like I'm back over there Gonna be a red but Charlie, don't you know You never come back from Copperhead Road Thank you. Thank you very much. Good stuff. Good stuff. Awesome, what to do, Dallin? What's what's awesome, popping with man. you, baby? Oh, I got a boom mic in here. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, you got a <laughs> shook it now. Oh, what happened? My neck came back. You know, it, it's like things don't go right. You just make it work, right? Yeah. Right. Robin, Robin Higginbotham, <laughs> the great Higgy. We praying for you down around Florida, baby. It's all out, man. Uh, love Have you, you guys brother. ever been through a hurricane? Uh, no, I haven't. Saw a tornado. You did. Uh, I've seen that here. Gail who? Gail's Gail Cavins. Gail, that's your cousin? Can you uh, Myra said that yep. y'all cousins. Is she lying, Gail? <laughs> I'm just playing. <laughs> uh, that's says, Valerie's sister. Gail says she don't okay, know I can you. hear myself now a little bit. So, yeah, man, uh, praying about the hurricane, man. Uh, it, you know, it's real. Sarah Decker, how you doing, baby? Glad you're here. I crack you up. I crack me up. <laughs> I'm sorry, but it's just I can't help it. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, it's this interior stuff we suffer from. <laughs> I can't help it. Life is really good, though, right? Life is good. If we it's can't good. laugh, what can you do? It's good. Right, Dallin? It's good. I I laugh all the time. You talk, I laugh. And Jimmy the Fo Jimmy the Dragon Fox. Me and Jimmy uh, uh, were locked up several times together. We just couldn't get right. Uh, he, awesome guy, awesome guy. I think you're living in Moorhead. Did I just? You're, well, your criminal record is public record anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, Jimmy. Uh, yeah, I'm just pointing it out. I apologize. <laughs> Love you, brother. Glad you're here. Oh. So you know, you, you sing that song. You hear a lot of things that sound. I mean, like local things. Talking about the cops. Talking about. You know, stills and and things like that. It, yeah. To me, it feels like. I mean, would you say that like Kentucky, this region, region West Virginia, has a culture of, I don't know, addiction of of challenges like that? And it's not that dope is the first thing, but it was fertile ground for well, the it, dope coming in. 
it, it has a where I'm from. Um, I mean, I don't want to speak. You know, y'all can <laughs> chip in if you want, titties. <laughs> but um, you know, where I'm from, there's a lot of you know Scotch Irish heritage. Um, you know, a lot a lot of people. I mean, I don't know about your family, but my family. A lot of people just you know knew how to make liquor and and drank liquor, and a lot of you know a lot of people grew stuff to supplement their income growing up. You know, yeah. that's, that's, that's just the truth. That's just the bottom line, huh? Yeah. But what's life like right now? What's, For me? Yeah, yeah. What's oh, life splendid. like now? Yeah. And it's you got splendid. the job and you got skills. What do you, what, what do, you do? I'm a heavy equipment operator heavy slash boy. mechanic slash whatever they need me to do. So you make pretty good money. Uh, yeah, I'm, I mean, I, they pay all right. But how far have you come? How about the blessing behind that? I mean, no, no. Two years ago. Two years ago, I was sitting on, a, on, a, I was on, sitting on Lyman Maxwell right? with a guitar, singing the, probably those Pissy two drunk. songs well, halfway drunk, trying to get enough Not money halfway. to scrape up to get another bottle. Right, right. You know, if I, yeah, I was halfway a lot because I was trying to get more. Oh, know? yeah, I got to have more. Yeah. I, huh. wasn't, I wasn't feeling good until I was blackout drunk, yeah. peeing on myself. You did what? You know, I was. I What'd you do? You know how no. comics do. Well, they, yeah, they do. They went to bed. You peed but on I yourself? But I didn't have no bed. I was you on peed on yourself. Absolutely. Well, I know that's right. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Not only that, huh? I may have pooed myself a yes, time or two. I ain't going to lie about it. This happened. Yeah. I couldn't hold my mud or nothing. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, but it's the truth. Yeah. And, and and that was normal, and that's sad. It is sad. That was, that was normal for me. You know, I grew up, I mean, I was raising a good home my my last name where i'm from had a good it had a good reputation, reputation for a lot you know for a long time good hard-working honest church-going men and then me and my brother come along and just <laughs> you know they're like oh don't mess with them stiltner boys and stiltners are awful so you so you the, the, what's the word mm -hmm. help me the family name the, the... i ran it down Desecrated, yeah. Oh, thank you. Thank you very yeah. much. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I desecrated. You know, I messed with a sacred thing. I tore it up. Okay. Yeah. That's what I did. Huh. But, you know, all my family now and people that used to talk about me or sending me messages almost daily. Hey, dude, I'm proud of you. Yeah. Man. You know, you give me hope today. I'm going right. to try to quit. And, right. you know, when I was locked up the last time, that's what was told to me by uh, Carlton Robinson. Uh, love him to death, and he already knows I'm saying his full name. He ain't sweating it. Uh, if it wasn't for him, I may not be here. You know, God working through him and holding me accountable for oh, all, all my my foolishness, uh, yeah. and would tell me about myself. And and you know, and you know, I can relate to the family thing. Uh, where I'm from, down the road here, it was okay to sell drugs. It was okay yeah. to bootleg. It, yeah. was, it was okay to get pregnant and draw welfare. It was okay to. Uh, you know, sell your food stamps yeah. for one more. Well, well, it was a way of life. Yeah. But uh, what I'm getting at is I'm trying to break a cycle here. That's right. The yeah. most important thing, the best gift I could ever give my family is to not pick up, yeah. not drink or drug, yeah. and stay clean, right? Yeah. I don't I don't ever want my son. See, I mean, my, my father was, you know, he, he, was a, he drank, but I wouldn't, I'm not sure if he was an alcoholic or not. He always worked. Um you know he he didn't go, he didn't he he probably wasn't an alcoholic he probably was a a problem drinker he probably was a hard drinker he talks about all but kinds of I never saw my dad drink a drop in his life until I was like thirteen years old you know because yeah. when I was born I was very premature I about died and dad quit drinking he 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 you know gave his life over to God or whatever and made Amen. God a deal you know, take care of my son. Anyways, I got up and, and got better and everything, and I never saw anything like it. I saw my dad as a preacher. You know, my dad preached. Uh, he was a man of God. And then when I was about 13, I saw my dad drunk, and it was the worst feeling that I've ever felt, you know. And I, I here recently, me going through those things with somebody, I, I realize how much I do not want my son to see me like that because that really hurt me, right. you know. And, you know, I just, I, I have I have clarity of mind now that I didn't have before about things that I want to do and, and being able to put, put them in, put them, you know, put them in reality. Right. You know, we had Micaiah Taylor on Mikaela. Wednesday night, and... Yeah. 
one of the things she talked about was kind of like that was that child's perspective of seeing her parent kind of failing mm-hmm. and not living up to it. Sounds like you had that kind of feeling yeah. in seeing your dad I did. at that time. It broke my heart because, I mean, my, my dad was Superman to me, you know what I mean? And then see him, like I ended up getting, you know, blurber and drunk, um, combative, you know, piss himself. You know, seeing Superman like that, you don't want to see Superman like that, bro. You know what I mean? So it's uh, it's hard it's hard to see family that you look up to that way, and you know I just I refuse to be that anymore. I got to give a shout out real quick to Margaret Cotton, uh, uh, Tanya Minx, Tanya Stamper Minx, uh, Stop Heroin Lexington, real deal. Uh, Teddy, who's it? What, how do you say his last name? I don't want to screw it up. Azov. How you say that, Teddy? Which one is it? Right here. We're yeah, we're uh, help us now. <laughs> I'll just make something up. No, no, Teddy, he's awesome. Freddie. No, no, not Teddy. Freddie. Come Ace on. Don Baker Rose. We're glad you're here, baby. We love you. Thank you for stopping in. Margaret, uh, oh, Jenny Onan on, oh, snap dizzle. <laughs> Jenny Onan, yo. I love Jenny Onan. Jenny Onan, uh, it was, uh, Jayla had grandparents stay today at the school. So oh, she, yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, so she yeah. asked Rachel if, uh, you know, she could ask Jenny. Well, Jenny had already prior engagements and that kind of thing. But Jenny goes and picks up flowers, a gift card, and some candy. Oh, my. And takes them to the How about that? That's, That's amazing. amazing. She's an amazing woman, Jenny. I love her. That and you're a leader. Solid. You're not a follower. So start. it's time, no. baby. We need you. Love you, Jenny. Yeah, that that was amazing. I started crying and everything at work. Man, what's wrong with y'all, man? I got allergies. Get away from me. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> got, got allergies. Howdy, and David Page. How y'all doing? Glad you're here, baby. Thanks for stopping in. <laughs> Real talk. Teddy, so, um, again, you grew up in this. Absolutely. You've been around it. Absolutely. And now you're a police officer. Right. Right. How's Uncle Jeff doing? Uncle Jeff's doing good. He's at Bristol at Super Chevy, uh, mm. having a good time right now. Good, so. good. Mm. And, and that's you mentioned his name. Let me tell you, you know, my dad always worked six, seven days a week. He, you know, he had seven kids, took care of all of us, got us any and everything we wanted, uh, probably way too much than what we needed. Uh, but, you know, my dad, like I said, was a full-blown alcoholic. And, you know, my mother was a church-going lady. She was a Christian lady. And People from Eastern Kentucky that are church-going people, they are strong Christian people. They will do anything for you, no matter what time of day it is. If if you need those people, they're there for you. My mother was one of those mothers. My mother would do anything. And just like Lee said, you know, his parents was always there giving him, make sure he had it, and when he wasn't doing what's right. I've seen that a lot in my brother. He he wasn't doing what right, you know, what was right. He would get arrested, and, you know, my mom would be at the jail ready to get him out. Yep. So, enabling. you know, just, you know, every enable, exactly. My mom done that forever. And, you know, my mom lived a rough life. She had to deal with my dad. Uh you know, and she had to deal with my brother. They loved her, and and she she wouldn't have it any other way. I, That's the way she was. She she was always there for him. I remember at night we'd be going out looking for my brother. He'd be out, you know, drunk. And I told you this story, uh, and I and I don't know, you know, I told this at a church, and it's it's emotional when you tell that story. And I got emotional over the church. Yes, you did. You know, it's hard to okay. talk about. You know. But I remember one night my mother was out looking for my brother, and uh, she was in my dad's work truck, and they just had brought my brother a, a I think it was brand new Z twenty eight Camaro, about a eighty model eighty one. Uh, she was uh, coming up from Fish Trap Lake, and a lot of people that's from Eastern Kentucky knows where that is. There's a straight stretch, and uh, she found him all right. Uh, he hit her going over a hundred miles an hour oh, hit his, in the oh, rear end. Yeah, 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 I remember right. You it, it, that. It, it, shoved that truck up an embankment and she went under a coal truck oh uh it broke her back it totaled two vehicles uh but you know there's all those stories there you know you see it and you see the pain and hurt and you know and and i tell this story too my brother when my mother died in 2004 you know he was incarcerated and uh a lot of my family was down on my brother of course you know but uh you know i i'm thankful that i have family that i do my uncle Joni and uh you know, my cousin Jeff and Timmy, and, you know, that's who I was always with. They were always there for me. They were more like my dad for me than anybody. And they, and Connie, you know, Jeff's wife, Connie, I mean, she's like a mother, a second mother to me. She was always there for me. Uh, 
But, you know, we ended up getting my brother to, you know, at the funeral, we had to pay for them to transport him up there. And he he walked in in an orange jumpsuit with shackles on. In the orange jumpsuit, And, yeah. you know, I really think that's what turned his life around. When, wow. he, when he walked in and seen my mother in that cast, you know, you know, dead, you know, you know, and I, and that's what I told him. He sat down beside of me. And a lot of people were looking down on him, oh. but whatever. He's my brother, and I love him. And I know my mother loved him. And I told him, I said, you know, if if there's one thing she ever wanted in life was for you to be clean and be straight, you know. And I think that's when he finally got it. And he's doing excellent now. I mean, you know, you can ask for a better person. But when he wasn't, when he was under the influence of drugs, everybody on Grapevine knew it because he was. You know, Lee talked about getting beat up. Well, you know, I seen cars come down the road and open the passenger side door and throw my brother out moving down the road in the driveway. Mm-hmm. You know, and I've seen him in so much. You know, it's crazy. You know, it's it's absolutely crazy. So, you know, when you see things like that and and line of work I do now, you know, I'm 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 thankful that I get because you can reach out and help people just like that officer from Lexington that reached out to Lee. You know, it don't take five minutes of your time to change your life. Exactly. Change a lot. And, and, and that's what it's about when you can do that. When you can reach out to somebody and say, hey, you know, a lot of people's down on you. I'm here for you. What do you need? What can I do for you? And I, I've done that through Todd and Andrew and James Sweezy, you know, people that's overdosed. I don't know if you know this story or not, but, you know, I've had se- several people that's overdosed on heroin. I went to the hospital with them and I called these guys to come over and talk to them. And they get, uh-huh. you know, get them rehab, get them help. And, you know, a lot of people, you know, these days are down on an Narcan. But, you know, I'm glad we, where I work, I'm glad we carry it because, you know, if you could save somebody's life, that's why I'm in this job force to save somebody's life. I don't care if they've been overdosed 1,500 times. I, th- I think every public servant in America, every civil servant, ought to carry Narcan. And I mean even librarians. Right. You know, a lot of people are, 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 are like you said, they're down on it, but... It, it, right now, the way the epidemic is, it's needed. It is. It is needed for me too. Because if I get a, you know, uh, get over there and get fentanyl, you know, you know, I want, you. I want it there. Yeah. I want it there. If there's a kid in a house in a drug house, a small child, it gets, you know, I want it. Yeah. Uh, but most of the time, those people go down those roads, they relapse and all that. But one time they will get it right. when you talk to them right. and let let them know that you care. It's about caring about people. That's what it's about. And in the line of work I do, and I'm glad I do it, because you know, just like I said, just putting handcuffs on somebody and dropping them off at jail just to get numbers that ain't that, that ain't, ain't what it's about. Uh, <clears throat> and you know, and I do, you know, like I go into treatment centers, and and that's you know that helps me with my recovery more than anything. Uh, and the jail is the main thing. I, I love going into the jail. And they love me there, too. Well, and, and no. Now, now I'm going to share some real stuff at first because, you know, uh, Teddy Milton, he's done arrested half of them. So, and, you know, and he's my dude. So, and I share that. And early on, but when they're there a certain amount of time, they're right aboard with me. Yeah. Because they're thankful. You know, because they remember that kind word, you know. Right. And regardless, the thing is, if you don't break the law, you don't go to jail. Uh, yeah. And I stress that. That You know what I mean? Well, I might disagree with you on that, but that's for another time. Okay, but what was your part? I mean, how much have you got away I with and not went to jail? Yeah, there you, there you go. The guy going to give you what you get. You got me on that, yeah. The guy going to give you what you get. Introduce yourself, fair young lady. Samantha, I'm Lee's wife. Y'all got a new baby. Absolutely. We do. We have a seven-month-old. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Name? Abel. Abel. Abel Robert Carl Stiltner. Yes. Oh, suck it now. Abel, what are you doing, After son? both his grandpas, yeah. So, so he's at his grandparents? Uh, Well, they're... They're at our house. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so they come visit you guys? Mm-hmm. Yeah. How about that? Yeah. Isn't that a big deal? It's a big deal. It's a big yeah. deal. <laughs> See, both, both, of, both of my parents are deceased, and, um, you know, it's it's good. It's great. Having having her family, cause I mean they they've they've adopted me, haven't they, honey? It's, they have. They've. It's good to they have love them. Right. And you're from Richmond. I'm from Richmond, so my family's from Richmond. So got you know a lot of recovery in my mind, Andrew is, you know, get getting with God and listening to God because. No, that's what the, it's all about. The, if you don't find God, the, baby, you ain't no, gonna no, get it. No matter if that officer had helped me, God God placed everything in my life the way he did to make me want to change because, you know, when I first got out of out of uh, treatment, I wanted to stay sober because I like being clear-headed, but was I sold on recovery? No, because, you know... You thought know, they were full of shit. Well, I mean, I thought I was smarter. Oh, yeah. You know, oh, I, I know better than him. Mm. But that'll get you but, every time. But God, God put some something in my life that 
you know, I, I just I, I love her so much. <laughs> you and, know? It sh- and you know, and that's the thing, and it and shows. And I've seen that on there, Lee's. There, I was telling her, there's there's nothing else that that would have made me do a one eighty the way I did in my even in my soul is that I mean I wanted to be the man that she deserved. Right. You know, and, and you, you know, we and her talk about it. You can see it on your Facebook when you're with that kid of yours. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, because it's just like a sun. You know, you're just yeah. bright, and you know, and God, I love him, Teddy. Oh, I know you do. God, I, I absolutely him. know you do, and I mean, it it shows. I mean, you see it, and just like today, I seen. I guess it was your dad reading a reading a yeah. story. And I to love the, him too. So yeah. yeah, but you know, and and a lot of people always have that mother, and like Lee talked about, he lost his mom. You know, but when you were down and out, and you know, you thought you had all these friends that you don't went out, you know, run with. Just Fire like weather I, friends. Just like I told my, you know, just like my brother. Uh, who was the first person was always there for you no matter what? No matter what. It, it was your mother. Mommy. You know, your mom was always there. But was, when mom, well, yeah, when, when mom's gone, everybody's gone. Exactly. You ain't got nobody. Because, you know, all those friends my brother ran around with and done things with when he was in jail, who did they go see him at jail? No, they didn't. Who went and seen him? My mom Mama. was always there for him. Mama putting money on the uh, boats, wasn't on the buddy showing up. It, it, my my uh, mom died before dad, so it was dad that right. you know. But right, my 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 dad had one hundred percent unconditional love for me, and you know, as I've as I've grown in recovery, you know that that's what I want to show my sons and and my wife is Amen. because that's that's a that's a beautiful thing. Absolutely, you know? Jess uh, Jess Leanne Hornback. That's my uh, Rachel Savage's sister. What's up? Hey hey Jess, uh, it hurts to see your loved ones making bad choices, but it is so important to see that little light inside them. Oh hey, you preach, girl, teach. <laughs> uh, never give up on your loved ones, people. People can and do change. Thank you, Lynn. Right, and she says never give up on your loved ones, and I've told this before, too. You know, going on calls, we go to these houses, and, you know, people want us to do welfare checks. They said, well, they ain't come out and got their mail in two or three weeks, you know, uh, but everybody's give up on them, you know. Yeah. And, and when you go to these houses and you go in, the fire department opens the door, and that odor hits you, and you know that somebody's in there dead, you know. And it's hard when you walk in there and you're like, where's the family, you know? And they, they just lost interest in them. And they, they just, you know, they've been in this house for three weeks dead. Nobody's even called and checked on yeah. them. The neighbor's the one that said, you know, I see the mail. They, they always come get their mail. They're not there getting their mail today. And it's sad. It's truly sad when when people give up on people. You know, that's that's truly sad I, when you see that. That, you know, yeah. They, uh, it, it happens, though. I, it uh, does. Every, I mean, uh, almost every person in this world. I'd say everybody had given up that I'd ever straighten up. You know, Absolutely. Everybody thought that I may do better and I may quit being a, an outlaw and I may quit doing so much. Right. But, you know, I think everybody had given up on me. But when, you know, but. Well, your God actions had, God keep had other showing ideas. the same thing. Yeah. It didn't mean they didn't quit praying for you. If they're praying oh, for yeah, you, they yeah. haven't gave up on you. Right. Uh, as long as there's breath in your body, there's always hope. Yeah, that's, uh, that's but, true. But, you true. know, if your actions are showing what they're showing, uh, they're showing what they're showing. Yeah. Uh, but, again, like I said, if they're praying and you believe in God, uh, that's never giving up. And, yeah. and that's just, you know, I, and that's, that's just how I feel. That's you that because I, I had never thought about it like it. Uh, Dallin, somebody yes, said sir. the beard, though. That is a fine beard. That is an awesome beard. I am a beard connoisseur myself. And, and, I mean, you can go back to my Facebook. I had a nice beard, and I uh, shaved it for my wedding. Yolanda, too good for you. Uh, Mashburn. But I, I'm, I'm going about wonderful out. ways. Rebecca Garcia, I see you still in Eric McKinney. I love you, man. Rachel Church, thank you. Share, baby, share. Hey, you got to get that shirt. We're going to get you together. Renesha, Renesha, yep, God is great, indeed, indeed. So you, young lady, how did you fall for this guy? What, tell, I'm sorry, tell, what's tell that? the story. Just, there's a couple other people on here for to give shout out to. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, Dina from uh, back home. Dina, mm-hmm. uh, uh, from Pikeville. Which oh, Dina? Tell Dina what up, boy, oh, Teddy. Teddy ain't allowed to tell you. Um, oh, what's up, up, Dana Harrison? Yeah. Can you say what up, Dana? Or we're mar- what up, Dana? Right? Up, Dana? <laughs> Myra slaps you. No, 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 no. No, no. I'm still <laughs> My cousin Gail said uh, that I, I claim her no matter what her faults have been. And, of course, I have my cousin Gail and my cousin Valerie. Uh, Gail's got a sense of humor. I love what's it. What's up, Valerie? And my Aunt Bonnie's on here. Aunt Bonnie. Bonnie's her on Aunt here. Aunt Bonnie, yes. Yeah. She's, a, she's a very Bonnie good who? woman. 
Lo- love you, ain't Bonnie. Uh, She's from Tazewell. It's my dad's sister, but yeah, she never. Rat, it's Ratliff. It's Roberts now, and also uh, Phyllis Alley. Oh, Phyllis yeah. on there? Yeah, Phyllis is Hi, on there. Hi, Miss Phyllis. I love you. <laughs> okay, uh, hold me. You. <laughs> <laughs> thank the you. There's a lot of people from Pike County. Pike boy on here representing, so, baby. Right. I ain't playing about it. Now, how'd you find love, mate? How'd you find him? What's, <laughs> yeah, tell so, us the story. What kind of your teacher, Sam? So, we, you see a psychiatrist? <laughs> no, <laughs> the truth. <laughs> nothing but the truth. <laughs> yeah. uh, honestly, uh, when I first met Lee, I was not in a very good place, uh, but he made me laugh. Uh, that's honestly. Ooh, I get he you. made me laugh. Um, Rachel I would, can relate. To I that. mean, I think I was even crying, you know, and he just made me laugh, and he kept me laughing. And uh, like I said, I was not in the best place myself. Um, I went to detox for what would be the last time. Okay. And now, that, knock on wood. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh yes. Uh, and uh, I just realized kind of while I was there that I missed him. Oh. So I was like. And I got that call. So, I was, yeah, I called him from detox. He was my, like, my one phone call. Um, but anyways, I, I realized, okay, maybe I have feelings for this guy. And uh, it just blossomed from there. He kept me laughing. And, uh, well, then I got pregnant. <laughs> Then you got pregnant. The old seal the deal. It was not. Don't let people at home think that it was an accident. It wasn't an accident. It wasn't no 13 stepping. No. No, I see. I see. I was like, let's go on a half farm baby. She said, well, let's do it. And I'm like, I'll get you together. And I did. Huh? Oh, but I was in love with her at that point. Rachel Savage. Hey, baby. Love you, Rachel. Love you, Girl. You <laughs> That's know, my baby. I want to give Rachel a shout out. She's still. How many episodes have we done in this basement? She hasn't showed up. Uh, it's been oh. a while. And she planned oh. on it tonight, oh. but uh, uh, she w- she's doing step work right now. Actually, she's dropping a step uh, with good. her sponsor. That's good. She's a beast in the room. She got on my nerves. Uh, I'll smack <laughs> him for that, Rachel. Don't worry. <laughs> I love Rachel. That's my baby. Uh, oh, her sister's still on here. I'm so thankful for my sister recovery and even thankful for my bro- brother-in-law when he's acting right. <laughs> Nothing gives me more joy in this earth than having her back. It, it is amazing, and it's wonderful the support you give her. Uh, and I really want Rachel and, and, and uh, Jess to come on and, and share their story. She's not Jess is, you know, strong-willed, but... Uh, Help Rachel so much, and I'll let them share it. We got to get them on there. It'll be amazing, Absolutely. amazing testimony. It'll really give somebody some courage, yeah. some some, uh, some hope, man. Definitely a lot, a lot of hope. Teddy, I, I, I've been wanting to ask you a question. I've just been wondering about when you starting out as a police officer. I I don't know. I I just I my thought is that you don't end up where you're at right now. Maybe maybe you've always been a helpful guy and all of that, but was there a time when you were like jaded, where it was like a frustrating thing, where it, you just get tired of of people not changing in their lives, or or what was that process of getting to where you are now? I mean, your job now came about because of your, uh, I would say, because of your passion for seeing people change. Absolutely. I mean, you know, it does get you know hard when you deal with people and it's just like that revolving circle everybody talks about law enforcement you run back across these people but my thing was you know when I first come out of the academy and started doing police work you know you know I tried to do what was right and you know I really didn't talk to a lot of people it really didn't hit me till like I got probably in my fourth or fifth year and then I run across this guy here sitting beside of me a couple of times and you know uh, when you see people that are truly broken and you see where they are in life. And if you can say a kind word to them to, you know, to let them know that there is hope for them. And, you know, and I believe in God 100%. And, you know, I used to pray for those people. And, you know, I'm by no means perfect. Trust me. You can ask Myra. She'll tell you that. Uh, I've had a lot of struggles in my life. I mean, I'm by no means perfect. But, you know, as I, I think I get that from my mom as far as helping people. Because my mom would do whatever for anybody, no matter if she knows you, if she didn't know you, she would be there for you. Uh, if you needed her, she would be there. And, and I seen that growing up, her dealing with my brother and my dad, you know, and, you know, just seeing how you can help people and how it changes their life. I mean, when you walk in a courtroom and, you know, I 
been on the side of the road, been in fights and arguments with people, and you know, yeah. just because they've been, you know, under the influence, not knowing what they're doing, right. and then you get up in front of the judge with those people, and then you know they give them their sense or whatever, and then they walk over to you and they say, you know, I really want to apologize, yeah. you know, that ain't who I am, that, and, and you know, you see that because I seen that with my brother a lot when he would come in, you know, blowed out of his mind. We would get you and, fist fought with your brother. Yes, I, absolutely, and I've got a scar right here I, on my lip. I got one with my brother. <laughs> yeah, and you know, that's it, it happens. I mean, it's it's crazy. People, you know how you fight, physically fight with your loved ones. I mean, it's it's sad, really, when you think about it. And you go to these houses and you see things, people that has destroyed and tore up, and you know it's sad, really. It is. And when you can help someone and let them know that you know there's hope for them, and you know, like I said, I'm by no means perfect, but if I can give somebody you know a kind word and let them know, you know, hey. There's something really going on in your life. What is it? And then, you know, like the other night at jail, I had a guy there, and he said, nobody's ever talked to me or reached out to me. And, you know, I've, I've been doing this since I was 21, and he's like 38. You know, he's been doing math. And, you know, yeah. he said, never had nobody even ask me that question, you know. So I think those people are there, and they need people. They want to talk. They want someone that can, sh- you know, shine a light on them yeah. and say, you know, there's hope. So Well, and, and that's all we want. We talked about it earlier, just that void. I think every person, addict or not, just wants to be accepted, wants to be loved, wants to fit in, uh, wants to be a part of something. Don't want you looking down on well, them. Right, and right. Every, everyone I've talked with that's that's like, hey, do you know Teddy? Oh, yeah, great guy. He arrested me. Love Teddy. And, <laughs> and, but they're not saying, hey, he's a great guy. He let me off. No. He's, he's a great guy. Well, he, he wouldn't stick with it. It was like he called me on what it was, but he was fair with me and did yeah. it with compassion. And that's, I guess, right. what I'm saying well, is, a, is a real key. That, that's something that's, that comes when you, when you really start getting into recovery is accountability. You know, when, when, you, can, when you can be accountable for the things that you've done, that's, that's when, you, when things start changing for you. Right, absolutely. Yeah, well, I mean, because you, I, I've never arrested anybody that looked at me and said, "I'm guilty. I did this." I did. <laughs> you know? It's all me. Amen. Amen. Not, was, not I, even I, once. Not even once. They're oh. always like, "It's your fault. Why did you stop me? What? I probably, what are you harassing me for? You know?" Man, she let she let me use the food. Yeah, car. these ain't my pants. <laughs> these ain't my pants. These ain't my you know? pants. I probably shouldn't say yes, but <laughs> but I, I was just you know I I was doing my job. I, I was on the dozer, and that that thing rolled through there when you start. Oh man, I'm drywalling. You know, I ain't never, I ain't never. Right. Right. I about fell out the nose. Right. Because yeah. it was so real. It was so real. I mean, it, because we've all is. used excuses. Yeah. And I've I'll used this. They're not my pants. Right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, pants. you hear it all. And, yeah. you know, you hear everything. It's just like the night I stopped Andrew and, you know. No, no, my name ain't Raymond. <laughs> no, his name ain't. But, you know, it's hard not to find out who he is when you raise right. his head up because it's there. You know? uh, but anyway, you know, and I was the guy I was driving was, you know, and then I look over and see Andrew, and I was like, yeah, this is going to be good. Uh, <laughs> you know? It was something else. But it was. But he was honest with me. Andrew's always been honest with me. And he he had a friend or something. I don't know. He stowed from a store. He was doing drugs. And Andrew told him, said, you might as well go turn yourself in. <laughs> it's a wrap. But it was the next day I ended up getting him. He tried to run from us and everything, but he ended yeah. up getting him. And, you know, when you know, and Andrew's always been honest with me. He's like, this is what I got. And I always tell people, just be honest, straight up yeah. honest. I mean, you know. Honesty goes a long ways with me. If you be honest, you know, I'll try to help you out as much as I can. And you will, you know. And, and again, uh, like a guy the other day, uh, it's got an issue, and and you really didn't know him personally, but you'd seen him around town. Right. And you knew, you've seen him sober and clean. Right. And What's up, man? So you, you knew he was a good guy. So basically, you reached out and called him. Oh, yeah, we did. Yeah, I, I called Andrew led, the other night. Yeah, He's, and uh, we talked to him. Yeah, we actually, I called him on the phone out of the blue, you know, whenever, you know, and I've talked to him and told him, I said, you know, I know there's issues going on, and he's got a child, and, you know, Andrew's, you know, worked with him before, and right. you know, I was like, if there's something we can do for you, you know, we're definitely here, and that's what it's about. Like, like if I arrest somebody, and I know they're willing to go get help, I, I contact these guys, James Sweezy, Andrew, yeah. Todd, you know, they could definitely get people in the right direction. Yeah, I mean, amen. you know. But if you're not there giving those people that information, what good have you done? Because you're That's not right. doing anything. Well, so. right. you, you've arrested, I'm sure, plenty of people, and you probably arrested people that you look at them and they're defiant and they're they're fighting it. And then you've got the other where it's like, 
oh, this guy looks like he's at the end of his rope. He's, Absolutely. He's right. broken, and it's like he's right. – maybe this message means something to right. him. Right. You know, he's looking like, uh, you know, a walk, The Walking Dead. Smelling uh, I like mean, a fresh turd. Yeah. <laughs> it's, you, I mean, you abs- it's sad because you see it. I, I remember one time I stopped a vehicle. Uh, two people were homeless. They were living in this vehicle. Uh, they both had warrants, of course. You know, warrants, you go to jail. Uh after they give us consent to search a vehicle, I think we found over 70-some syringes in this vehicle. So that That's tells a lot you, of diabetes. You, yeah. And, you know, you hear that <laughs> a lot, a lot too. Right, right. But, you know, it's sad. I mean, it's, you know, because who wants to live in a vehicle, you know? No, uh, I don't know anybody that does, you know? No, no. I don't, you know. Well, we got time for another song. Absolutely. What time are we looking at? We're looking at we're at the top of the hour. El Sabiato? Yes. What, yes, time, yes. What, time, what time's this thing over with? Uh, <laughs> in a minute. Whenever Andrew says. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we go until he gives the he gives the sign. Yeah, I like it but a lot. I feel like a song I, well, would be awesome. Yeah, that was, and, and you know, real talk, man. Recovery uh, Skittlebop Bam. It's about Recovery Radio FM. Uh, ben and Sam, uh, Rogatinsky, uh, you know. They let us do this, Yeah, man. thanks me, for letting us be on. Right. You know, let me, James, Blake, uh, uh, numerous others, Lisa, so many people, you know, yeah. just come in and share a message of hope. And uh, just want to thank you guys. Let's pray pray for Florida. Dimitri, yeah. I love you, man. You're the real deal, bro. I yeah, love talking to you. Everybody back in Pike County and in Madison County, we love y'all. So. Real talk. Mm-hmm. Shonda Dickens, Terry, I see you, child. All right, what are you going to say? Uh-oh. <clears throat> I don't know. Saying uh, <laughs> she'll be coming around the mountain when she comes. <laughs> she'll be coming around. Don't get around. confused. How <laughs> about that song you opened up with? I don't know. Which one? Simple Man. Simple Man. Oh, Simple, Simple man. Fellow. Caitlin Kirkwood. What up? What up? What up? Margaret Cotton. Gary Dawkins. What up? Now what Milton's talking about? See you at jail all the time. Who's Gary Dawkins? He works at the jail. Oh, my man Gary Dawkins at the jail. What do you want to hear, honey? Daddy loves you. All right, what do y'all want to hear? Y'all want to hear? um... Well, yeah, we got... uh, I feel like you could do Johnny Cash justice in some way. (laughs) I feel like that's possible. Do uh, Coward of the County. I don't know what. <laughs> <laughs> Just do he one got of, a pin. I don't know. Just do, do one of your good ones, Lee. You got all kinds. Yeah. Let it rip, son. Do what you do, baby. Okay. Bleak him. Don Prescott, love you. Samantha. Here we go. Mama told me I forget it. <laughs> you forgot. <laughs> and it happens. I huffed a lot of pain when, when I was, I was young. Sit beside me, my only son. Listen closely what I say. And if you do this, it'll help you some sunny day. I don't want to sing that one. That's okay. (laughs) Tracy Taylor. We're so glad we got to get you back on here, girl. It's going to be on and popping. One more time, one more time. Love you, lady. Micaiah, Micaiah's the real deal. What are you going to sing? On a long and lonesome highway East of Hall, You can hear the engine moan Yeah, that's one long song You can think about the woman The girl you knew the night before Walk into a restaurant Strung out from the road You feel the eyes upon you As you're shaking off the cold 
You pretending doesn't bother But you just want to explore Here I am On the road again There I am Up on stage There I go Playing star again There I go Turn the page That's all I got <laughs> That's <laughs> up too that's right. You did great. I couldn't hear the guitar, man. I didn't know where it's at. <laughs> great job. Yeah. Drinking enough. All right. We're four minutes over. But, uh, hey, man, uh, really, I appreciate you guys coming. We'll get you. Uh, man, it's good to see y'all for real. It's good seeing I, you, I man. I had to come back and talk to y'all again. It, it was nice to be here. Uh, we're, we're honored to have it's you, It's a good bro. story. Well, you want to give any shots out, young lady? Shout out to our little baby that's probably cutting the shine right now. Cutting the shine. <laughs> cutting the shine. He's swarping and swarping and making mama all mad. And yeah, to, to grandparents, man. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Helping you out. Yeah, there's some there's Myra, some fine people. Come back in and yeah, come in here, Myra. And say something. <laughs> give some hope, Myra. Give them a shot of hope. What what can you give them out there? Oh, here no. I mean, tell them. Tell them. Tell them. Talk to them. No, really? <laughs> oh, you're already on. Yeah, you're, you're, on. you're already oh, in there. Why'd you, you hand it to me, Might Teddy? as well. Just say, uh, <laughs> Skittlebot Bale, keep coming back. You're working, you're working. But don't twerk, hack on it. Get some help if you need it. What's <laughs> up, girl? She's on the spine. Look at it. So I need, I need one of these shirts, guys. Myra Milton, ladies. You're good. Thank you all for listening tonight on Recovery Radio FM. That's good. That's good stuff. I would say that's a great start. That Thanks. is. That is. That is. <laughs> thank you, Ms. Myra. Myra, and for real, thank you. Uh, you've always treated me pleasant and welcomed me, uh, and I've always been comfortable, you know. And it, and it does, man. It means a lot to someone that's, uh, you know, comes from where we come from, you know. And just for real, and, and Teddy always says it, you know, just some kindness. Uh, you know, the only expectations I have is just some common courtesy, man. You know, you don't got to roll out the red carpet. Just treat me like a human being. That's all I ask. We love you, Andrew and Rachel. Thank you. Thank you. It means a lot. We love you guys. Uh, always in our prayers. Uh, Eric McDaniel's on here. Uh, Eric McDaniel, he's doing great. Teddy, give me a shout out. Keep up doing what you're doing, Eric. Good job. I'm he, he, very he, proud of Aaron, you. Aaron, he's really doing well. He's really That's doing great. well. That's great. That's good news. But I uh, appreciate each and every one of you guys. Uh, and, and it's the unity in this that makes this possible, man. Uh, nobody's above you. Nobody's below you. We're all equals in this thing. Uh, let's continue to support each other with positive vibes, right? Uh, let's win, baby. Uh, let's live happy in harmony, baby. One time, one time. God is good all the time. Tell them, Dallin. Yes, that is true. And then? And that's that. Thank you for right, I kicked us out. I kicked us out. Boom, we're done, we're done. I got no good endings. I think we should have like, you know how people have safe words? Skittle, <laughs> Skittlebot Bam should be the uh, ending.